0: Will you look at some kickers no. this week. No, okay. we won't. We just—he's—he's uh, 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 he's done enough good ones. He's done enough good ones. Welcome to Too Much Dip. Also good. My name is David. I'm gonna host.
1: Today in studio, I'm joined by Dylan Chivaree. Hey guys, very happy to be here after a very convincing Cowboys dub. Uh, from which pool of players can you sign right now? Is it just free agents? How does that even work in the playoffs? Can you just straight up pick like pick up a, a free agent kicker right
0: now? You know, I would next time you uh, have a question like that. Tell me
1: before so I can not sound like a total dummy. The way KJ answer. looked at me like I was a total idiot tells me he knows the answer to that question. I feel totally stupid for even asking it. But hopefully No, we'll get to not the bottom. at
2: all. I was, uh, in fact, I was thinking about what was Jerry possibly talking about um, as far as having done some good ones. And I was distracted ones. by this Antonio Brown video. and I didn't think the two were related.
1: Time out. As far as I'm concerned, they're not. Is there a video? I saw a screen capture which it ain't um, good i don't know it just is what i'm trying to say
0: um, the uh, the horny man coming to us remotely is kj hi kj <laughs> that's you
2: hello my dudes uh, just <laughs> up here in southern central wisconsin enjoying a nice uh high pressure front um just a big old h pushing through it's yeah. Weather talk. It's uh, meteorology jokes.
0: You know, I, I planned on kicking off with some uh, Antonio Brown stuff, but to this point, all I have seen is the still image. It's uh, for the best.
2: You don't look beyond that.
0: Okay, it, there's not a different act in uh, if I were to see a video like being performed. A uh,
2: different act, but I think it's less. It's less revealing. Different act. It's more of a reaction vid from.
0: From him? Oh, from her. Oh, from her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, darn it. Um, that guy's really anyhow. on fire right now.
2: Hey, uh, I appreciate the both of you giving me Martin Luther King day off. That was mighty uh, respectable of both of you as a company.
1: Of course. Yeah. I'm here for you, KJ. For
0: sure. <laughs> How oh did boy. you spend your day? Did you have to work in your other job?
2: I did not. Um, and in fact, at some point I had responded to an email and the person I was responding to is, I guess, like the boss of everyone's boss. Like, I don't want to too specifically title them. The boss of all bosses. Everyone's boss emailed about something that I just didn't do last week. Mm, Um,
0: Not today. And
2: it wasn't like a critical email. It was like, oh, I thought this had already been done. Uh, And I decided to respond and say, oh, yeah, this is going out, blah, blah, blah. And the response I got was, oh, I didn't expect you to be working today. Ooh. I'm like, mm, I know you mean this generally.
1: <laughs> did they really put the emphasis on you yeah. in the way that you just no,
2: did? No. I definitely read it that way. Hmm. But But.
1: Uh, <laughs> did they have to backtrack? Or did they put it in italics or something? <laughs> like, what What makes you say it like that?
2: There was just an emoji next to it, just with eyes, looking over at the word you. Um No, there was no emphasis whatsoever. I think they were just trying to be clear from a culture standpoint. Um, The expectation is not for someone to respond to those emails on the day that they're off. And I'm like...
0: Yeah, but you're different.
2: Here I am. Built absolutely different. There's only so much Costco and like basement reorg that I can get done on a day off.
0: Nice. Yeah, Alyssa Alyssa stayed home with uh, with the son yesterday. And they did a library... Barnes and Noble, Chick fil A. Wow. Dang. Big they big had day. themselves a day.
2: The Nugget big, Trinity, I love it.
0: Yeah. It did a lot. Um
1: we don't have to go any further into A B. But don't even just, need to. Just be careful <laughs> with your Googling or your searching because uh the image will pop up and you might not want to see it. Because it does show his meat. like it really does pop up. It shows it shows his meat. His man meat.
0: Yeah.
2: This was not directed and produced by chris kardashian
0: mm, darn it so uh did you guys see the cool basketball kids <laughs> <laughs> yes i did
2: i just did
0: do you hate it and seems like the you hate equal it. amount
2: of disgust that like dylan got after he searched what i was referring to <laughs> i saw his reaction briefly <laughs> like that's the amount of like i died when i saw the video
0: if you don't know what we're talking about, and there's no way you would know what we're talking about, there's a video, and it's just like a third or fourth grade basketball team, very young kids, and they are the cockiest SOBs you've ever
1: seen. Yeah, there's a, a tiny little white kid who's—I uh, don't know if he's doing the gritty, but it's like it's like gritty um, adjacent, adjacent some, sure. one of those one of those <laughs> dances that the kids are doing on TikTok, and then there's a larger fella who's much bigger than everybody else out there, and he's he's getting buckets. Dude. and he does the like you're too short to guard me thing that's real popular in uh, the NBA right now like why are you guarding me i have you know 7 inches on you and uh they're very very cocky that kid's built like zion like he that is kid's yeah giant <laughs> and he has uh yep. he's just a bully i i think all <laughs> kids are just kind of like this these days the other day on um sunday actually i went to uh track by my house to, to do a little bit of running i exercise sometimes and there's these two uh young ladies and i say young they're probably between 10 and 12. they were also just kind of like walking the track but they were one of them was really good at um and i don't know the name of the dance it's definitely a TikTok dance she was teaching the other her friend the other girl her um the dance and uh it's i think it's just what kids do now it's very nice it's of like her. how we used to just goose each other and like sack tap like they're doing like TikTok dances yeah we used to just,
2: I like to think the uh, older Gen Z's are out there like, hey, all those places I discovered when playing Pokemon Go, I can now go back to as my TikTok filming locations. Like, this all just adds up. Like, you, just, you used to just see kids out in the wild, like, staring at their phone, trying to catch, you know, Charizard. Now they're out there just, I don't know, doing the Macarena. We sound very old anytime we
1: reference any of these dances. The so, Macarena. Whatever. Whatever. God, these yeah. kids are such little shitheads, man.
0: The kid, he hits a three, the the little, the tiniest white kid. He hits a three and then he just, he just holds it. He holds the swan and just walks back up the court. Like. It w- it was a sick Jay though. I mean, it was sick. I didn't think he had that kind of range. He really proved me wrong. But. I'm like
2: four and a half out.
0: But we're going to have to repost this on Twitter and possibly <laughs> IG. But let me just tell you, there's a moment where the kid, the big dog, he goes in and He's eating. He's in the paint. That's where he feeds. And uh, he gets an and one and he's going to the line and, like, you know, he's like flexing and stuff. And uh, the little kid, the aforementioned little white kid, he starts doing like the flex. And uh, the the guy doesn't see him. So he taps him on the shoulder, like to show him, like, hey, I'm doing this. You should do it too. He doesn't have big muscles for the record. No, he doesn't have any, as he's probably in third grade. He's got all the confidence. Glaring lack of testosterone. But. (laughs) He looks at him, expecting him to do it back, and the guy just kind of looks away, like just completely bitches him. Yeah. He's like, dude, why don't you just, He's don't you in just sit out there and shoot? You're a 3&D guy. Let me eat. I'm down here feeding. <laughs> <laughs> Get Ray- on my face, Kyle Herter. <laughs> Randy, can you pull up that meme?
1: <laughs> We're doing memes?
0: Every, every time the Cowboys do anything, this meme comes about, and it's my favorite. It's the uh, basically the Cowboys starter pack. Yeah. Got the the Jordan Retro 13s, uh just a crisp pair of jean shorts. Long jean shorts past Long the ones. knee. Oh far past the knee. A fade, like a extremely fresh fade, and then just a cowboys t-shirt. And as somebody who lived in DFW, it's it's pretty accurate. I feel <laughs> like instead of that t-shirt, Southern Dallas County. it should be a jersey. I mean, like, this is the when you when you and Will go to pay off your bet, yeah, that's, that's, what we're that's how I envision plus, that's, plus a
1: couple of lines.
0: That's what you need. Yeah. If you if, if you guys don't listen to Circling Back, our, uh, another show here in the Washed Media Network, Dylan and Will have a bet. I don't really even know the origin of said bet. It might have been a, a game of odds.
1: It was a game of odds because my son, uh, he just got one of these fades we're talking about, and he got a little lightning bolt in the side of his head. So we were talking about it, and we did a little game of odds. Will lost. And because I am indebted to him with a couple of uh, bet payoffs, I uh, volunteer to go ahead and get one as well. So we'll see how that goes. Mm.
2: (laughs) I just love that this is a meme because I think even we make the mistake of uh, talking about the Dallas fan and not just speaking of football, but usually when we talk Mavericks, this comes up. Um, Or Cowboys fans, when we talk about the stadium not being loud enough, Far too often, I think the focus, you know, falls on like the formerly known as like 30,000 millionaire, 30,000 air air, and how it's like probably 50,000 air with inflation, but far too often we would focus on like finance bros and the fans who really don't care about being loud or being engaged in the game because they're not, you know, they didn't buy the tickets or whatever. When in all actuality, if you go to a Cowboys game and experience the parking lot or the 200 300 or 400 levels of that stadium uh the majority of this fan base is much closer to this meme than all of those other like uh i don't know what you call it like stigmas or you know whatever uh caricatures that we talk about from time to time
0: yes that's fair to say that's the, the tech at t stadium is there's no home field advantage it is it's it's a fine place to watch a game, but you're not. You don't get any
1: rowdiness. Do you? what else is missing from that starter pack, Michael from Bud the ultimate.
2: 100 floor and down. But go ahead.
1: Is a, a 24 ounce Bud light or Whatever. What's the official <laughs> beer? Like they always a have like, Yeah, they always techs. have like just a big ass beer, and they're you know,
2: which is the a, 18 ounce screw top. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go man
1: can. Yeah, man can. You got to go AB can. And they're they're on their third one. <laughs> I tied it together.
2: Every story is going to have something. Um,
0: (laughs) I think like the Seahawks
2: Stadium, they always talk about that stadium being designed to like funnel noise down to the field. I think AT&T Stadium, maybe it's just the case that it just funnels noise out of the fucking top. Have you ever seen a show
0: there? Like a a music musician? Monster Jam. Okay. Are you
2: serious? (sighs) 1,000%. Okay. Pigtails and an Elmo shirt.
0: Because the sound isn't good. It's not like a – it doesn't have good acoustics. I believe that's the word that we use in the biz. Yeah.
2: Was it Kenny Chesney you saw or who was there?
0: No, it was uh, Morgan Wallen. Yeah, Mor- no, I haven't seen it. I didn't see Morgan Wallen. Yeah, did. <laughs> no, you did. I didn't. He celebrated his entire catalog. He's great, man. <laughs> just just the best, man. Um,
2: headliner at Brett Chella.
0: I am going to see Taylor Swift there.
2: <laughs> okay, that's nothing to hate on.
0: No, it's not, but no
2: issue with that. I'm not a Swifty, but I respect the, uh, like if nothing else, it's just a status symbol, you I know, buying, uh, my wife, uh, Adele tickets back in like, I don't know, 2017, 2016, maybe it was 2016 or 15 at the Frank Irwin center. And, uh, she performed there November 4th. And that was her Christmas present the year before. And all year long, I was just looking at StubHub like, Hey, we could really finance a nice wedding with uh if we sold these tickets, and uh she didn't want to she did not want to so.
0: yeah i uh that whole I was supposed to get alyssa something like that. she said she wanted Adele, and when I showed up with the uh, optiplex seven thousand small form factor desktop with thirty two gigs of ROM, she was not happy'm i tired I had to sleep outside. Which I didn't mind. I'm an outdoorsman. Dude,
1: you're getting a Dell.
0: Yeah, there it is. You're getting uh, a Dell. Our team won the big game. Y'all want to just kick it off with that? Mm. Not you, KJ. Game. You're just such
1: UK a... for this segment. He's the I biggest hater in the world.
2: I'm just glad y'all joined us in the second round of the playoffs. But no. hey, let's, let's talk Cowboys. This we'll go guy, in reverse chronological order.
0: This guy... No, let's do that because, you know, it's fresh on our minds. And
1: then we'll jump Agreed. into Jags. Agreed. Jags was the – that was the biggest game, I believe. The most fun game. <laughs> Cowboys took down the Bucks last night. Maybe he's sending uh, Tom Brady packing forever. We don't know yet. I'm guessing that he's done. Done, done. He looked like shit. He looked like he didn't want to be there. He looked like he won eight games this year. Which is what he did. And yet,
0: I wasn't – I wasn't uh, – relaxing last night. No, I definitely wasn't confident. I did not relax until, um, under two minutes left because when they, uh, when they got that onside kick and then Brady just immediately is like, you know what? Their corners aren't that turns out their corners. uh, They got a guy that (laughs) has been on the team for four days, uh, one-on-one out here. I'm just going to throw it deep and like miss that ball by inches. Like Mike Evans, like could have laid out, I think, and, and made a play on that ball. Granted that would have made it a ten point game, and I still think the uh the probability, which we learned a lot about probability win probability in that jags game uh <laughs> would have still been very high for the cowboys, but I was just like trying to figure out if you're a cowboy fan and, if, and you've been a cowboy fan for a long time you kn- you've got the baggage and you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop and that was me up yeah. until about. Oh, I don't know. A minute thirty left. The and first then I popped a gummy.
1: The first offensive series of that game for the Cowboys was very uh discouraging, I would say. It didn't it didn't start well. I think they didn't have their first positive play until like seven offensive snaps into the game. But uh Dak, he had they threw a quick little screenplay to I think C D and it was he was off by like three yards. It was a very simple pass play. And i was like oh god he's like he mentally he's just shot right now like he has no confidence in what he's doing um he needed to get settled in a little bit and he did and that was the sharpest i've ever seen dak play he looked
0: very very sharp i saw it argued that that was his best game ever um statistically maybe not but definitely his best playoff game
1: yeah he played his ass off It, it was very good to see and after how uh he finished the regular season the last few games. We talked about it. Uh, didn't look sharp. Didn't look confident. Looked like he was losing it a little bit. But this was very encouraging. And I know it's an eight and nine Bucks team with a 75-year-old quarterback. But he looked really no, good. The Cowboys played on. well. He's still Tom Brady. He's still Tom Brady.
0: He's, granted, uh, do, how did they only come away with two sacks last night? A ton of pressures. And they, they wreaked havoc, but like Tom Brady doesn't, the he sacks Tom Brady were doesn't get late saved.
2: in the game too. He gets rid of the like, ball
0: so quickly. It's, it's, inf- it's almost infuriating, but, uh, um, he's, he's really good at avoiding getting hit. It's a, it, just more praise for Micah Parsons, who is the best player on the field, like at yeah. all times, like the dude has the highest of motors. And when he went down at the half, when he was limping, did you see that? Where he just he I did. smoked his shin. I did. Very uh Colt McCoy a few years ago. Remember that? hmm Uh, that's all I could think of. And then he comes back out in the second half like nothing happened. Yeah.
1: I can't imagine getting a
0: significant bruise on my shin. I would be the biggest little, I can't even run two miles without being a bitch about my shins. My
1: uh my son Parks is uh getting into football. Talked about this a little bit. He's starting to take an interest in the game. Uh it's been really fun for me watching games with him and I guess I guess about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, Klein, who uh, our, our buddy who works for the Cowboys, got Parks, the uh, Micah Parsons jersey. I put it on the TLS night. You probably saw it at the shivery. And so Parks, not knowing who Micah Parsons is, was watching the game with me wearing his jersey. I think like one of the like the second, maybe the first or second defensive play of the game for the Cowboys. Parsons got a, a tackle for loss in the backfield. Obviously in the backfield, and I was like, dude, look, that's your guy it's parsons look at your jersey and he got so excited so uh big parsons family loving it man that guy's an absolute animal i should probably congratulations
2: to uh micah too he's now a girl dad I
1: mean, he is a, a, gr- a
0: girl last dag. week very cool that's right now he's got he's just that probably changed his whole perspective like he's just got like a new outlook on on sports and life in general um man i kind of feel like an idiot because you know I got parked something. It was a Brett
1: Maher jersey. (laughs) And I was wondering why. (laughs) I'm surprised you could find one. They're sold out everywhere, man. It's a hot item. So,
2: they are on fire.
1: So,
0: you missed the first one. So, he missed one last week, too. Yeah. He missed one last week. But nobody
2: cared because the rest of the game was so bad that, like, completely
0: unnoticed. Like, more worried about Dak, not even thinking about Brett Maher, who happens to be like the most accurate kicker of all time from like 50 plus or is it 60 plus it's something he's he's nails from 50 plus um we may when he missed the second one and you're looking at 12-0 12-0 is like the least inspiring lead yeah it's like man we've (laughs) done it seems like we've it's been hard getting here like we really worked our ass off we picked off tom brady in the red zone something that doesn't happen and it's only 12.
1: i don't know if you watch much of the manning cast I only like, saw the highlights yeah, there were there's some clips that, that hit the TL and it was pretty funny like Maher misses the first extra point and of course they talk about it they're quarterbacks and it's it's fun to pick on kickers like oh I missed it second one they miss it and they're like oh my God he missed another one mm. by the third one uh they were like I think Peyton gets up and like walks out of frame he was beside himself <laughs> And by the, by the time he misses the fourth one in a row, they had Dan Campbell on with him. He was a, the guest at the time. It's
2: so so and, good. <laughs> and
1: they just like, they were speechless. They didn't know what to say. They just kind of sat there, and finally, Dan Campbell breaks the silence. He's like, he's got the shanks. He's got the Shanks.: An Absolute mental breakdown. He had the yips, the shanks, whatever you want to call it. I've never seen anything like that. He missed five Dang. extra points in a row, dating or going back yeah. to the last game.
2: Dan Campbell, former Cowboys tight end as well. So while I don't believe that every player that plays for a team, like has some like Michael Irvin level, like love for that franchise forever, like Dan Campbell is associated wild or largely with the dolphins and the Cowboys basically for the majority of his career. Uh, And so I do think there was some extra intrigue. You know, he's got his own thing going in Detroit, but he's probably to some degree, like, you know you're putting yourself in the shoes of all those other players on the sideline. ESPN kind of did Maher a little dirty by like putting the camera on Dak, being like just f and go for two, like highlighting that the rest of the players on the team were just as pissed off as his fans. But seeing Dan Campbell like cover his mouth and just like hold back, like yep,
0: <clears throat> just yeah,
2: out. got a case of the shanks,
0: <clears throat> yeah, Dan, uh, and
2: try not to crack up laughing was. Pretty good.
0: <laughs> Dan probably wasn't covering his mouth because he didn't want to like his reaction to be seen.
1: He was probably just throwing in a, a giant dip. <laughs> just the biggest horseshoe you've ever seen. The storylines for this game were kind of wild for me. It's like the Cowboys win their first road playoff game in 30 years. 30 years to today. Mm-hmm. Dak looks really, really sharp. Uh, Maher misses four extra points. And oh, by the way, the, the GOAT is probably like, this is his last game. Like that's that's not and a guy nearly.
2: uh, We're not even getting to it. Like we thought we might have like a, a collective PTSD of DeMar Hamlin's situation. Like in a very uncomfortable setting. Like having to watch a team that is down by more than they can logically come back from. Watch a guy have a pretty like if you saw it live, scary neck situation because he tried to get up and it wasn't like oh he tried to stand up and fell over, but he was like. Not seizureing. I can't. I can't call it that. But his body was moving in a way that you don't see bodies move. Um, Russell Gagey from the Buccaneers who got a neck injury and a concussion with like two and a half minutes left as they were driving into the red zone. But then they had to just line up and run another play, and I'm like, if they would have just knelt the ball and been like, hey, you know what? We're down 25. Eff it. We don't need to see one of our players get carted off, get put in an ambulance, go to the hospital. Our season's over anyway. Let's just call it a day. Nobody would have blamed them, and they had to line up and come back out and play.
1: Rus- Russell Gage Jr. is the young man's name, by the way.
0: You, can- you conflated uh, him with Justin Gagey. Uh, you- Did I say Justin Gagey? You said Russell Gagey.
2: I thought that's how his last name was pronounced. Oh, I did not know if it was just Gage it or might Gage. Be. I'm sorry. I don't oh. know.
0: Well, I guess the eggs on my face and Dylan's too. That's all right. I, I I'm I'm could used be wrong.
2: I'm, I'm willing to be wrong here. Either way, it was just a weird situation. And like mixed in there, I don't think anyone from a fan standpoint stopped down whenever the Cowboys kicked that extra point that Maher made because we were still. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I think viewers were still caught up in like how the fuck was CeeDee Lamb so open?
0: Damn it! That.
2: Um, in that moment, like they lined up, kicked the extra point and nobody was like, oh wait, he made one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I'd been screaming, like we need to just be going for two, but then I kind of came around. I'm like, well, I I think the game's over. It's probably, there's probably something to getting his confidence back and we'll see. And if you heard the audio that we led off with, Jerry said they have no plans He's done. What did he say? He's done some good ones. He's had a lot of good ones. Which had he not
2: had that opportunity? Do you think like him going out zero and four? That's all that anyone's talking about. Like, who are you bringing in this
0: week? Yeah. Wild. It is weird. For a
2: game that was a blowout, there were a lot of storylines. Like Dylan was saying, like that was an ugly game, fairly unwatchable. If this was the Browns in. Whoever, Seahawks, in just some random sap September game, nobody is watching that to the end.
1: Is it crazy to activate a second kicker for a, a playoff game like this?
2: <laughs>
1: yes. Is it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Any roster, line roster in, spots are at a premium. I understand yeah. that, but, like, so are extra points and field goals. Well, who's the backup? <laughs> who's the emergency guy? It used to be Jeff Heath, the, uh, the oh, safety. Yeah. No longer a
0: cowboy. Uh, no longer a cowboy got to be punter right that was what we you know Alyssa was watching the game she actually watched some of this game with me which doesn't happen often because i'm pretty miserable to be around during a game like this <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's who's, who's throwing the shade here are you
0: are no 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 it's all for her <laughs> it's me it's all on me and uh she was like can't the punter just do it i was like you know what probably surely he he, he could right anger
1: has done this. pretty damn good job he probably has the leg the accuracy is something you probably spend a lot of time fine tuning as a place kicker. You know
0: what you hate to see? You hate to see the two way miss from the kicker. Oh. If he's just going to be pushing him out to the right, it's like, all right, well, we can we can just tweak a little something with your hips, you know, get through the ball. But when he had that one that
1: he just dead pulled left, he went fade fade hook. That's not what you want. Off not what the team. you want, and then fade again.
0: Yeah,
2: the one that was off the top. I had, like, a moment of, like, just give it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Me, too.
0: I I was, like, in my head, I was, like, wait, if that touches the top of the pole, that still counts, right? I'm, like, and it didn't. But, yeah. Now, that one was particularly humorous just because of how cruel it was. And that poor guy, um, I don't know what – because you feel like you're watching a guy's career end. Like, you know, not like – it's not like a quarterback has a bad game. You're, like, well, he'll still be a backup somewhere. It's like, uh, this guy's choking in the playoffs.
1: Oh, he missed the third one. I turned to Brittany and said, this, this is his career. You just watch his career. And mm-hmm. This guy's absolutely done. He's yeah, not. They though.
2: ran the stat that no player had gone 0 for 4 for extra points since at least 1960. Granted, before, what, 10, 12 years ago, extra points were kicked from the three-yard line. So, you know, tremendously you know, uh, much harder after the last uh, 10 years or so. But still... That's because nobody got the fourth chance to go over four.
1: Was that the the, the toe, third and the
2: fourth are on the coach? Is <laughs> that the toe
1: punch era of kicking?
2: <laughs> I guess it just it it ugh. it makes my skin crawl to think about toe punching a football. Like, yeah, I feel like that's one of those things you do it wrong. You're just it doesn't feel good for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything else on uh, on this game? How we feeling? Nah, we don't have to preview,
1: but.
2: Well, we won't talk until after the game. Any quick thoughts on uh, Cowboys Niners?
1: Niners are super hot right now. Purdy is... uh, got, uh They look tough, man. Is it pretty great? The supporting mm. cast around Purdy is just mm. very, very strong. Don't, don't feel great about it. I don't know. Uh, I feel pretty... I actually
0: feel confident, which is a bad sign because I did not feel confident going into this week. But I just feel like... With as good as the defense played, granted, Tampa's offense sucks and has sucked all season, but they didn't get picked apart by Tom Brady. They made a lot of plays. Wish our best cornerback could tackle. That kind of scares me because if he catches Debo in the open field, it's done. Curse. He doesn't tackle. Curse, his his knee injury. I don't know the I don't know where that's at. That's a big loss, if that's a thing. Also, uh Jason Jason Peters. Jason Peters. Left tackle. Elf, yeah. Hip hip injury or something. I don't think he's playing. Anyway, it's fine. I feel, okay. I feel, I feel com- we're going to be competitive. I feel we're going to be competitive, and I do like the fact, even though he's looked great in that system, he's still a rookie, and he was still the last pick in the draft. So I'm sure that won't come back to haunt us. Before we get into Jags, Chargers, do you guys care if I talk about our good friends at DraftKings? I would love that. As you are aware, the NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg. You add up to 100%. That's a pretty good deal. I don't know how you guys did over uh, Wild Card Weekend. I did pretty well uh, on my DraftKings picks and on our dip picks.
1: How did I do on dip picks? I'm going to check that out. What, We'll get back to
2: that, but uh, (laughs) if if a certain backup running back who should be the starter in Dallas would have scored last night as a non-throwing scorer, your boy would have benefited from one of DraftKings' single-game parlays To the degree that there was a comma necessary for a payout Uh, I missed it, but I will be back this weekend.
0: Dak was just too good. He was too good. Tony was great too. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WASHED. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code WASHED. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. KJ, give me the breakdown of your Saturday night. How much of this was spent around the TV watching your Jags take on DJ Beans, San Diego, LA Chargers?
2: Um, I try to set up my weekends with some sort of like intent. Uh, Saturday was a day where I I set out to say, okay, let's let's go to a local botanical garden with the kids see if we can get the kids out, get exhausted so we can get a nice, timely bedtime, um, pick up some food, and right out of the gate, I was way off track. Botanical Gardens were closed, ended up like an hour away from home to go to a kids' museum, stuck there too long, did some Chicago deep dish za, which, as you know, is hardly za and also takes an hour to get to your table. I was looking at the clock pretty aggressively, like, am I going to get home in time for kickoff? More importantly, can I get home, get the kids to bed, and then watch all of this game like in the right mindset? I got home in time. Kids, you know, were compliant. They got to bed. I sit down with a nice adult beverage, settle in, turn on the TV, realize I was a couple minutes late and it was already, I think, 14 mm. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and not only that, but like I caught up, you know, I, I rewound without looking at any scores and I, I went play by play and I was like, Oh, interception. Oh, interception. Oh, interception. Like I don't know what Cowboys fans thought they were going through with Brett Maher extra points, but it felt awful privileged having just watched four straight interceptions and then a muffed punt and then still like trying to be like, dog in a flaming house meme of this is fine, but it was weird because I genuinely felt like the Jaguars were not playing poorly except for those four interceptions and that bad special teams play as dumb as that sounded.
0: There was a game. I think it was Cowboys bills like a decade ago. It was like Romo's third or maybe second or third year. And he threw like five picks and they
2: young uh, onside kick game, right?
0: Maybe. It was. Uh, I think so. It was a. It was like a fifty-yarder, fifty-five-yarder to win it. I thought, mm-hmm. and I, I was getting those vibes because I was just like, man, every every bad break like is going against them, is breaking against them. But they scored right before the half, and we're watching it at Kelly's. I'm with uh, Barrett Dudley of Retail Therapy, and uh, Danny Regs, Danny Register. We're just watching it and then we're like, hey, remember the uh remember then the Texans were up like 24-0 or something, 21-0 on the on the Chiefs a few years back in the wild card round? That was crazy. Like, yeah, that is crazy. Dang. Won't happen here. I get home. <laughs> I get home and Alyssa's inside watching like Walking Dead. No, I don't know why she's watching Walking Dead. That's KJ. She's watching something. <laughs> and I'm like, turn off. I flip on YouTube TV on my phone and I'm just watching and I'm like, what what did I miss? I missed like the last eight minutes of the game. And I can't even imagine having a rooting interest in that game and watching that.
2: It was um it was trying, but it was one of those things like being a Jags fan, it's not like you feel deserving of a win. I've complained about this a lot. Like I feel like Cowboys oftentimes either play this woe is me, we're not gonna win card, or mm-hmm. every time they get a win, you're like, Oh, I don't see anybody stopping us until Super Bowl. Like there's no Facts. in between. Facts. And being a fan of a team that, you know, has been to a conference championship in the last five years, like you understand that like nothing is given in Northeastern Florida. So
0: <laughs> it's true. People say I that. was
2: watching it. Like <laughs> there were probably a handful of tweets that are, like, I was about to send out just volume shooting in the moment. And I'm glad I didn't hit send like questioning, coaching decisions, realizing Doug Peterson is absolutely that guy. Like, I don't know. It was a wild ride, but like, I think any doubt of not winning came more from like, uh, they'll be in a position to score, but somebody will drop a ball. Like you, you would just think like, if you need five drives with scores, like maybe we'll get four and it'll be competitive. It'll be respectable. We'll cover. I think I tweeted out cover alert. Cause that's all I expected. To, to, I, I thought like, okay, we're good. I'm okay. I didn't bet on that you know, to cover, but like, I felt respectable at that point. I was okay if that was the end. And you know what? Brandon Staley is an absolute idiot. And Justin Herbert played like shit. You know, it made sense why we won.
0: Yeah. I'm going to kind of cook our coaches down bad segment because as of today, the chargers have parted ways with OC Joe Lombardi, not to be confused with uh, Jay Lombardi, the clothier, um, and passing game coordinator, Shane Day. So, those are the guys who are taking the fall. So I'm guessing Staley is, fi- like, fine. They did that. Those are the guys who are going down. Okay.
1: How are we feeling about Jack's Chiefs, KJ?
2: One of the, my good friends uh, from high school is uh, from Kansas City, diehard Chiefs fan, has been loud about them since before Pat Mahomes. Um, I've lost multiple straight-up bets with him. And he texts me, if y'all come back, what's the bet? And he said that about two and a half scores before we won the game. And I almost committed to uh, uh, an authentic jersey. I was like, ah, you know, let's get something uh, a little bit pricey, but not ridiculous. Like, I'm not jersey guy, but give me something framed. Give me a Trev Daddy uh, jersey on the wall. I will say this. I'm glad that we're playing Saturday in the first game and not having to wait until Sunday night. You know, with Pat Mahomes like just kicking back, eager and relaxed. Like, I feel okay. I, we're not going to get run out of the stadium. I think I'd rather play them instead of the Bills. Looking back at 2017, I can see a situation where we somehow win this game, come back, and embarrass ourselves by saying, "And we're going to win that bitch uh, in an empty stadium the night, you know, the, the week before, you know, getting beat by the Patriots or whatever." So, uh
0: who had that quote? Say Who was that? Who said uh, that? Jalen
2: Ramsey. As they landed Ramsey? from the plane, they went back into the stadium after beating the uh, the Steelers. We're gonna go to the AFC title game, and we are gonna win that bitch. Mm. Dropped the mic in the middle of the stadium.
0: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, say they it was either were Amber in a position Blake, to win, but. But that doesn't sound like something Blake Bortles would say. Friend of the show. Not
2: not the Blake a version you know. of the
0: show. We did a video
1: with him like a decade ago. Uh, nice guy. Other really good guy. Were absolutely down far, far far oh, away. A friend of touching base. Yeah. Farther than me, believe it or not. You were you no didn't one, have your egg game. No you kind of mahered it. KJ has frozen on our screen and it's creeping me out the way he's looking right now. So Uh-oh. Uh, there he is. He's, he's back. back. Okay. There we go. There we go.
0: I thought he was just really really questioning what I was doing there. I was like, <laughs> <it's> pretty standard. <laughs> um Okay, okay.
2: I had like a hovering transition. I was like, I won't say anything else unless we're kicking it over to other coaches. Um, let's do real quick. Actually, no, we we're done with uh, fired coaches. Byron Leftwich getting fired in Tampa. Kind of a fall from grace last year. I think he was interviewing for like three or
0: four different head coaching jobs. Um, I honestly had not seen that news.
2: Yeah some say that could have been the news around um the OC for Dallas if they had lost, but who knows?
0: Um yeah, that's Cliff not, Kingsbury. that's not completely shocking because their offense, I mean their offense was bad like legitimately bad all year. And they've got they've got guys. Um no running game. No running Absolutely game whatsoever. Nothing. Leonard Fournette, not a factor last night at all. Um what were you saying, KJ? Oh yeah, Cliff. This is the one I'm ready to talk about. The uh, one-way ticket to Thailand, not interested at this time in uh, taking any interviews with his um, Instagram hot GF. Shout out to Cliff. He's doing it.
1: He really is Dylan, doing where's
2: it. Where's your one-way ticket to if, uh, if you've got to be in this situation?
1: Oh, we kind of had a similar question on Circling Back about Damn it. I knew that was going to happen. Not exactly, but it, same, same family a question. Uh, I don't know. Somewhere beachy. You did choose Thailand. I did because I couldn't choose Europe. I chose Thailand. You chose Thailand. Yeah, Thailand's dope, man. Uh man, to be able to just take a year off, I assume this means he's taking a year off of coaching and just kind of kick back with your really hot girlfriend and then just knowing that a job will be waiting for you pretty much whenever you want. Mm-hmm. It's going to pay you seven figures. Like that's nice. That's a good spot to be in in life. Good for Cliff.
0: Yeah, this is uh I'm kind of comparing this to the uh the Dirk Nowitzki walkabout. Uh, in Australia after losing the uh, 05 finals when he went, he just went and threw on a backpack and walked around Australia, came back and changed his whole perspective on shit. Yeah. All oh, he's but did doing is ahead,
2: ahead of the walkabout. Like, I don't think he announced it ahead of time. Whoever he like leaked the information that was a one-way ticket and to Thailand, like, and didn't just say Cliff's not interested in any jobs right now. He either absolutely wronged himself or they did because that's the factor that like, took this from being like, you know what? Not a bad idea. Go find yourself a football barn and come back in a year or two.
1: You think he's gonna experiment with mind-altering drugs and come back with a man bun and some weird tattoos? And
0: Um, and, and I'll take those three things and rank them in order of likeliness. Tattoo, most likely. Man bun, least likely. Mind-altering drugs, somewhere in the middle. Obviously right in the middle. i think had he chosen central america or south america
1: costa rica okay yeah then we're getting then shaman, we're, shaman territory
0: right we're doing the ayahuasca 48 hour
1: diarrhea vomit cleanse Is a different
2: concern he's just going to hang out with the boys
1: uh th- more like the girls if you know what i'm saying have you seen her uh yeah i may have i may have uh Someone put it on. I didn't like go looking. It just found no. me. No, it found me. Oh, no, of course not. Well, I'm happily married. I don't need to look. like that. Gr- did, the fact that you would even suggest that is pretty I repulsive. I just had to get it on
0: record. Randy, edit that out. Um, <laughs> I did. I did read some. Well, actually, guys on Twitter being like, you can't actually buy a one way ticket to Thailand. I'm like, okay,
2: okay. You can buy two one way tickets at the same time. If you wanna. If you want to get technical, you can, but whatever.
0: Mm. Um, I don't know how much you guys want to get into Giants, Vikings, Bengals, Ravens. Hey. We knew it. We 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 we
1: said we don't trust the Vikings. We
0: went out, we were the only people saying it. We risked everything and said that.
1: Let me give a quick shout out to the NFC East for being just an absolute laughing stock last season and this season, clearly the best division in football with Three of the four teams advancing to the second round. Pretty yeah. Wild.
0: Um, along those same lines, can I give a shout out to a friend of the show, Zach, our former uh, or our, our our partner in Verdansk on on many occasions. He tweeted last night: three out of four. He said three fourths of the NFC East is in the divisional round of the playoffs. So do we make our division our entire personality now, like say a regional college? Football conference? Ah, thought that was a good tweet. That is a good tweet. And um, he made the mistake of telling me he did this, so I'm going to expose him. His original tweet said, um, so do we make our conference our entire personality? But he realized, like, oh, it's technically division. He bought Twitter Blue just so he could edit the tweet.
1: <laughs> Shut up.
2: He's, instead Damn. of deleting it. I didn't know he had it like that.
1: <laughs> he said he spent the $11... Wait, I didn't know you could edit if you had Twitter Blue. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's their whole. That was like the whole bit. I thought.
1: I thought it was just for the check mark, and so you're like more prominently uh, displayed in replies and shit, or uh, more algorithm friendly.
2: Those are probably all feature benefits that are
1: <laughs>
2: our factors that's too. So I forgot funny. about those. I don't know. Um, what are, uh,
1: what are uh, Washington Commanders fans? Are they are they puffing their chests out that their division is doing so well? The playoffs? <laughs> they
2: weren't far out of it. I mean, yeah. they were they, like what the like lost in and- week.
1: Vanderbilt's and uh, I don't know Texas A and M's of the world do with the SSA. NFC East football. <laughs> NFC, hey, <laughs> it
0: just means more. It's different down here or all can over here.
2: Those, can we sell those shirts? Just make up an NFC East logo.
0: <laughs> that is pretty impressive. I don't know when that's ever happened. Um, it's so funny because what was it the AFC was it the AFC West was supposed to be like the greatest division of all time. Going into the season, we're like, oh, they got Russ now. That's murderer's row.
2: They, you know, they had the best collection of quarterbacks on paper going into the season without question. And then the NFC East was pretty much the antithesis of that. Like, Dylan is very much on record of his thoughts of Jalen Hurts, who's now the league MVP. I've
1: walked it um, back a little bit.
2: You did walk it back. I'm not, Just I'm not trying bit. to like knock you for but I'm saying like you weren't alone in the thought of like the NFC East, like Dak. There were still questions to be answered. He was the most respected of the group, Daniel Jones. There's a reason the Giants, you know, didn't give him a fifth year. And the commander showed up with Carson Wentz. And even they changed their mind halfway into the year. So, like, I would take 10 times out of 10, Mahomes, Herbert, Derek Carr, and Russell Wilson. Yeah. Without question. <laughs> Every single time. Fair. And it was just terrible. Terrible. Granted, one of those divisions, or one of the, we didn't take into account, like, the NFC East was significantly better coached than the AFC West, Andy Reid aside. True. Like, Josh McDaniels was a joke for 90% of the season. We saw what Brandon Staley's done. Not terrible, but he certainly wasn't ready. And then I'm completely whiffing on the fourth one. Oh, um. Who's the other coach? Broncos. Oh, Hackett
0: are you yeah, I got fired.
2: So yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I didn't, I, I lost track there.
2: Oh uh, yeah. I, how, I, Josh McDaniels threw me off because he was formerly the Broncos coach. Um,
0: how are we feeling about as far the, as the other giants, two games giants going into going into Philly best case scenario. If you're the giants though, drawing Philly, right? I mean like a divisional, a team you've played twice this year. Um, I don't know. I mean, Daniel Jones looks really, he's very mobile. He's, I'm, I that's, I'm one thing, I'm jealous of New York because I do think that is a big advantage to have somebody who can just do that. Dak was mobile last night, but Dak looks, Dak doesn't look as fast. He's, he's lost a step. It probably has something to do with his uh, foot turning 90 degrees uh, a few years back, but um, I don't know, man. You call
2: people like fake tough. Yeah. Or like fake mean. I think Dak is like fake, like quick and or mobile. Like he can run. He's shown in the past that he's, "Quote unquote athletic enough to run." I don't want it to have like racial connotations, but like Whoa. Daniel Jones unquestionably has always displayed like the guy can run. You know, it's a part of his game. They've kept it a part of his game. He's gotten hurt running, and they've kept it a part of his game. Dak, not so much. But, um,
0: but with Daniel Jones, there's still something about him that just you're like, oh, I forgot he was fast. I can't really pinpoint what it is.
1: <laughs> can we play? Guess who tweeted or who tweeted this? Yes. Here's the tweet. Daniel Jones is better than Jalen Hurts, and it's not even remotely close. I'll take Vanilla Vic 10 out of 9 times. Okay, I was going to say you up until (laughs) that point. (laughs) Vanilla Vic does not belong to me. Okay, I've got a guess,
0: but I don't think he would say this given his um, stature in the commentary game, but it does
1: kind of sound like an RG3. It's Nick Adams. Okay. Our friend. Okay. Alpha male. Well. Yeah.
2: I might have thrown you off by guessing Skip first, but I was expecting the end of this to end with Ocho and I was just gonna I was preparing to throw my headset off.
1: He is sneaky really fast. Remember that that breakaway (laughs) touchdown he had a few years ago when he tripped over the 30 yard line? (laughs) I I think it's a lot of it he's looks very large. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Yeah.
0: And
2: he pales in comparison to like other people we would just say are fast.
0: Okay. <laughs> I oh, that's know. good. I I
2: feel good about it only because of what we just said. The coaching is there. Not that Nick Sir, Nick has proven himself. I doubted him last year, and I've I've fallen on the sword for that for saying I was very wrong when he got hired. He's proven himself to be a competent, you know, capable coach with Eagles. I think Brian Dable is on that same track. He was very proven as a coordinator. Um, in Buffalo, and it's translated to putting together a game plan that works. I think that's what happened with the Bucks. They lost, you know, uh, their head coach who put together game plans that worked in the situations they were in. Uh, the Cowboys are going up against what I think is also one of the best coaches in the league. So I think that gives me some concern, given that you've still got somebody that listens to Bones Fossil all night long still coaching that team. <laughs> mm. Um.
0: Bengals, Ravens. Bengals. Yeah.
2: Fine. It was a heartbreaker to see the way that they, the Ravens, the Ravens lost that. Like they fought their butts off to stay in that. I think if there was discussion of like, if Lamar had said, or they had said Lamar's back next week, if we win and the Ravens were in that situation, like, I think they would have felt like, damn, we really just really just missed our shot by this close. Uh, cause you know, again, good coaching covers a lot of errors.
0: Yeah, I can't say that i followed it like that closely, the Lamar stuff, but it, that does seem like a franchise that has a lot of bad vibes around it right now between like questioning the play call on the goal line, um, people openly questioning whether Lamar, like Sammy Watkins openly questioning whether Lamar could, could play, and then he walked it back. It's just, it's, it's going to be a weird off season.
2: For a, t- a franchise that usually is you know somewhat has their shit together
0: yeah um other than their uh, marquee player killing a guy
1: (laughs) okay Uh. allegedly okay
0: never convicted hey can we give a shout out to our good friends at rocket money
1: yeah
0: i love i love using rocket money Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money. Say hello to Rocket Money, the better way to hack your finances in 2023. They keep me up to date. Formerly known as Truebill, it's a personal finance app. It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I get an email like saying, hey, you spent this much less this month compared to last month. I'm like, oh, I did something right. And then I go and I'll look in the numbers. I like to get in the weeds, see what's up. I'm like, wow, I really did. Looks like I was better about not buying like a bunch of delivery food or something. And I've told this story before. I was uh, famously subscribed to a audio platform for one podcast and I completely forgot about it and I'd been paying for it for like nine months. Next thing you know, they're like, hey, do you still want this? And this is, of course, Rocket Money saying this. And I'm like, no, I don't.
1: That applies to uh, pretty much everyone, whether they're aware of it or not. They sign up for stuff and they just maybe they use it for a couple of months and kind of forget about it. And you don't remember to cancel it. And it just keeps hitting your statement. You want (sighs) that month. Rocket Money is going to find that for you so you can fix that problem. To your point, Dylan, over 80% of people
0: have subscriptions they forgot about. There you go. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving an average person up to $720 a year. That goes a long, long way. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com bang. That's rocketmoney.com bang rocketmoney.com slash bang. Kind of oh, kind of swerved into the ditch there a little bit at the end of that read. I did.
2: High quality. You recovered. You started at a high point, you know. That, that ditch was still better than most could do.
0: Thank you. Um, What else? Is
1: it time to party
0: already? We could party. Mm, course, party. Yeah, we could just party. This Let's is the party. part of the podcast where we just say, fuck it and party. I love it. What's up with UFC? So, if there's one UFC fighter that, you know, outside of, like, Conor, that you, the casual MMA fan has been aware of, it's Francis Ngannou the last few years, right? I know
1: that name, and I don't follow the sports, yeah. His
0: his story is awesome. He's the hardest hitter. He was the heavyweight champ. You know, he was the top dog in the big division. Uh, Well, he is no longer part of the UFC. He has walked. He is going to explore other opportunities and they wish him the best in his future endeavors why they offered him money um which they allege is the would have been that made him the highest paid heavyweight uh in ufc history i love
2: that uh identification heavyweight
0: yeah he's not getting more than connor right (laughs) um the theory is you know is he gonna go do like a uh a Tyson Fury exhibition match like what Conor and Floyd did. Because he would undoubtedly, if that were to happen, um, he would definitely lose that fight. But he would also get probably $40 million just from that fight. Something crazy. Um, who knows? But what they've done, the UFC, to kind of soften the blow. John Jones, widely regarded as the GOAT, former light heavyweight champ. has been training to, and gaining weight to fight heavyweight. He's going to have his first heavyweight fight in March versus Cyril Gain, Cyril Gone. Um, and that's gonna be fun and that's gonna do numbers. It's not gonna do Francis numbers. who knows? Maybe down the road if John Jones wins, they can bring Francis back and I don't know, but it's weird. It's weird to think that he might go to like one FC or, or some other organization will drop the bag. It sucks because he was really fun. so who
2: Any uh, truth to the rumors that it was actually the Hype House and Logan Paul who are gonna sign Francis and gano
0: I would I would love nothing more than to see Francis versus both Paul brothers at the same time. <laughs> I don't think we could get that. We could get that licensed, but it would be fun. Um, return of Harbaugh. Oh yeah. Harbaugh staying at Michigan. Allegedly. Maybe not even allegedly. Maybe that's just straight up confirmed. I saw the AD talk about the, it.
2: Yeah. The president uh, confirmed this.
0: Okay. Does that surprise I'm you?
2: Not surprising at all. And I would begin to get concerned with like, how many times are you going to go to this? Well, like it does not need to play out like this. If you're Michigan or if you're Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh has the options to go wherever the heck he wants. So I can't fault him for going back to the well for a bigger bag. But at some point in time, like this is the second straight year we've had this storyline play out like this. There's interest from the NFL. He doesn't directly decline it. There's rumors of him interviewing. He gets a raise. And maybe it all has to happen. But it's just like, you know, some sincerity uh,
0: would be nice. Um... Speaking of unconfirmed, so TCU loses their OC to Clemson. Uh, what uh, Garrett Riley, Lincoln Riley's brother? Correct. Correct. So they need a they need an OC. So who? I mean, like the obvious choice is um, the son of the most hated uh, rival in TCU history, our Briles' son, Kendall Briles, who formerly or is at Arkansas. And widely rumored to be the next OC at TCU, um, every to a to a person, every TCU person I know is not happy, not at all. Our friend of the show Grant's not happy. My sister TCU alum not happy. I don't know who wants this. First of all, I don't think Kendall Browse is worth it. Oh yeah, you. I get why you watch it. Want it. <laughs> <laughs> he's. Fu- I mean, he's fine, but I see more people bitching about him.
1: He was on Saturday than almost anybody else. His role at Arkansas was OC. Hmm. Mm.
2: Okay. Um. We'll save it for another day.
0: You don't but want to get I'm into the history of, this. of the uh, Kendall Browse role and the. Which Baylor I don't think scandal. there's
2: much history to like definitively say, or our place to like say Here, here's history or here's fact, but. I think it's a worthy topic. We will unpack it at a time of our choosing.
0: Oh, you just want to keep it in the hopper.
2: I think maybe we can spend a lot more time going through like all of the actual punishments that Baylor um, got from the NCAA. Actually, we have time for that. And we're done.
0: That was quick. No, somebody needs to talk about this.
1: (laughs) Somebody needs to talk about this arch thing, because I don't even know what this is. Dylan. All right. So there are uh, like three, like they're like a big three recruiting services, right? You got Rivals. You have uh, 247 or 247. Shout out Mike Roach. And On3 is kind of the, the newest one on the scene. And they all do their own you know, ranking of recruits. And uh, Arch dropped from number one overall to number three. Taking his place is a uh, Tennessee quarterback signee, Nico Lieva. I'm probably totally botching that. I think that. you crushed that. Uh, KJ added $8 million in uh, quotes there. I'm not sure why he did that. KJ, what does that mean?
2: Every time you search his name or you uh, look this guy up, A, he has flames on TikTok, but that has leveraged him into being like the most popular high school recruit in quite some time, like 6'6 six, six guy out of California. I want to say Matter Day, and it actually might be the other one um, uh, in the Bay Area uh, that used to be undefeated for a long time. Drawing a blank here. Um, Polytech.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: long Beach Poly, that's the one. Ah. Sorry, not not from Bay Area. Uh, from Long Beach Poly, 6'6 six, six kid, kind of lanky, like in a Kevin Durant way, but always wears like a toboggan and like pajama pants. Like he's got his
0: own style. Yeah. He's a hype because of that guy kind of sounds like goblin core. Yeah. He's
2: a goblin uh,
0: core. That's his nickname. He's the goblin
2: in Cornrows. But because of that, like he's very identifiable when you see him online, it's driven up his attention being at a big school, being in California, being very in tune on social media to having reported $8 million of NIL money being thrown at him as to why he got to Tennessee. So anytime you search his name, you'll see $8 million out there. So $8 million Nico is uh, what I think we should all remember him as as we learn more about him in the next year so.
1: People might be asking themselves, is Dylan upset that Arch dropped to number three? No, I'm not. He'll be number one at Rivals <laughs> probably still in, in 24-7. So I'm not worried about it. He signed. He's already on campus. He's already losing his ID all over the, all over the place. He lost it twice, by the way. It happened again. I don't know if you saw that. Mm. Anyway, I don't care. He's Arch. He's Arch, Dave.
2: Yeah. He's Archibald.
0: Archibald.
1: Well, that concludes uh, the sports party. Care to run it back? We have a quick one today. Of course, running back is the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Uh, KJ is the only member of the podcasting industry who can seamlessly transition from NFL free agents to meet shots on Snapchat. He Mm -hmm. did that within the first couple minutes of this program. We learned that Dave is a big Morgan Wallen guy. Not accurate. Cliff may or may not return to football with the man bun and a new perspective on life. The NFC East and the SEC, same, same. Daniel Jones, a.k.a. Vanilla Vic, is sneaky fast. And finally, Tennessee signed a goblin quarterback worth $8 million in NIL money.
0: Mm. And there it is. That concludes Run It Back. Any parting thoughts?
2: Really, you're all welcome, people. And I'm, I'm glad you stuck around to enjoy this. This is our gift to you all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Go go boys. Go boys. Maybe we'll do something before the game. Maybe we'll go live. Maybe we'll do a Twitter space. Maybe we'll do something. Ooh. We don't know. We don't know. You may see us on a different platform. Until then, bye-bye. I want
1: my chips with a dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with a dip. So bring them dips.